Hello again, folks, and welcome to Mindful Recovery. This is episode 12 of the podcast dedicated to helping you recover from trauma and addictions one breath at a time. Hey, thanks for being here again, folks, and thanks for being loyal listeners. The podcast is growing by leaps and bounds. We're almost at 10,000 downloads now after only 12 episodes, so we're doing fantastically, and I I appreciate that. Uh, I hope that it's reaching you and helping. Along those lines, I would like you to go to www.mindfulrecoverypodcast.com, and at the top of the page, you will find the sign-up for the email link, and click on that. And then go sign up for our emails. That way you get first notice of when the podcast is available and coming out. And I send out some freebies every now and then, like tip sheets on how to deal with anxiety in a mindful manner, uh, articles about dealing with things like trauma and how the trauma affects the brain, and resources. And then uh, here in the next week or so, I'll be sending out a link where you can download free uh, one of my meditation exercises that are going to be available online in the next few weeks for download and purchase. I'm going to be selling those at $4.99 an episode or a package of five for $22. So these will be exercises directed at specifically helping you hone in on certain areas of recovery, whether that's craving resistance or pain management. Um, All of them will include some basic exercises in relaxation and grounding Uh, So, some really good stuff coming up. Feel free to go to the website at www.mindfulrecoverypodcast.com and check these things out. That should be up in the next week or two. In addition, if you have questions, um, shoot me an email, robert at liferecoveryconsulting.com. Shoot me an email and ask, you know, if you have stuck points or you can join our Facebook group. The Facebook group is Mindful Recovery So just go to the Facebook and search for Mindful Recovery Support Group, and it'll pop right up. Join that. I have two other local therapists in there with me, and we're there to answer questions, kind of help you get through those moments. Or if you need a referral to a therapist in your area, we can help you flush that out too. All right, so this week I wanted to talk about the Deepening the Observer. We did that episode Uh, episode number five it was that we talked about that becoming the observer and kind of learning to just sit with the emotions and not give them so much power over us. But I wanted to talk about another exercise we can use in becoming the observer where we can actually begin to find a holding space for some of the trauma that maybe we've been through or holding space even for the cravings and the way those feel. Um, Everyone when they start out has problems with getting their minds to settle, getting those quiet moments to remain quiet and keep the thoughts from bouncing around. So initially when I'm training in mindfulness with my patients, I tell them, you know, don't play whack-a-mole. Don't chase the thoughts around and try to beat them. Don't let them drag you down any rabbit holes. You know, I use the example a lot about monkeys, you know, monkey mind is what the Buddhists call it. And so I, I talk about not chasing any monkeys around in circles, just let them be what they're going to be. Let them go You know, in that episode, Becoming the Observer, we talked about the image of a leaf on a stream and just seeing it float away. And as it reached the end of its destination and faded off, we quietly tell ourselves, I'm breathing, and we return to that place 
where we're just focused on the breath and not focused on anything else. Anxiety is always, when it crops up in us, always attached to the future or attached to the past. Seldom is anxiety about anything that's in the moment with us. Because in the moment requires action, not anxiety. So, although it can trigger that fight-or-flight response, which becomes anxiousness, it's generally anxiousness related to some event from the past or some fear of an event in the future. So that we use, we use the grounding exercise, you know, to, to really put ourselves back in the present. But now I want to talk about, you know, once we've used that grounding exercise and we're back in the present, and if we have the space and the time available beginning to do a meditation, a mindful exercise that will actually allow us to pull that anxious little monkey out and put him on a leash and sit him down and find out where he's coming from. You know, so that's kind of where we want to go today. We want to talk about, you know, using mindfulness as a way of, once we've settled ourselves from the monkey mind, inviting one of those monkeys in and setting him down and finding out where he's coming from. Where is the anxiety that he's inducing? Why do I have that? So that's kind of where we're going to go today. We're going to start with a basic relaxation and just a calmness so we can get used to that, you know, quieting the mind space. And then we can begin to draw up those spaces that are causing some disquiet one at a time the little monkeys, and take a look at them, where they're coming from, why they're causing us anxiousness, what the root worry or fear underneath them is, that kind of thing, Um, what they're attached to, whether it's trauma or, in some cases, the real myth of scarcity, you know, what Brene Brown calls the myth of scarcity, the fear that we're not enough, we're not smart enough, we're not cute enough, we're not, you know, rich enough, we're not whatever. Um, that creates a lot of anxiety too. So wherever they're coming from, we're just going to observe them. One caveat before we start, and I want to reiterate this, I want to really bring this up, is that this is not meant as a replacement for therapy. This exercise can be very intense at times. So if your trauma is significant, I would rather you wait until you're in therapy to begin doing these kinds of things. Because sometimes what we dig up is a little bigger than we had planned on. And then we're in a space where we need to deal with that. So if you don't have a therapist, get one. If you don't know how to get one, please do go to the Mindful Recovery Facebook group. Get on there, sign up, and just post. You can private post myself or Doug Geiger or Amy Lou Carlson. All of us are therapists in the Liberty area, and we know how to put you in touch with the people that might help you with what you're going to need and look for. So all you need to do is just, you know, send us a PM and let us know what you're looking for, what some of your issues are, and we can maybe help you find someone that would fit both your needs and your income level. So um, again, that's the Mindful Recovery Group. And I realize, as I say, this is not a replacement for therapy. You hear this every episode, but that's because it's a very serious statement. Um, You know, there are a lot of trauma events that underlie most addictions, and some of those can be very serious, and they can really cause us dysregulated space where we don't know how to handle, and the pain gets so much that it creates a real darkness in our lives, and we don't want you to go there. We want things to get better rather than worse, and for that, often you need to be in therapy. So that's the last of that you're going to hear from me in this episode about that, but do take it seriously. 
So let's begin with the exercise, shall we? We're going to start with a little grounding exercise that we've learned before. It's going to kind of get us in the mood. And then we're going to move on to a relaxation exercise. And then we're going to move into this observation of just one thing that we see dancing around in our heads as we recall it up. Okay, so that's kind of where we're going to go with this. And this will be available as a longer, more extensive exercise for download in those packages I talked to you about. We're going to be putting together an entire series of kind of exercises like this that are more lengthened with some background music so that you can really get into it and really when you have that 30, 40 minutes, an hour to really expand that exercise for yourself. All right, so just get relaxed as I start the background music here. I want us to get, just take a few deep breaths, in through the nose, out through the mouth, feet on the floor where we feel grounded, sitting up straight in our chair, and we're going to relax, and we're going to look around us and notice three things that we can see very quickly to ground ourselves in the present. And say those three things. Take a few more breaths. Relax. Look around and listen for three things we can hear. Say those three things quietly to ourselves. Refocus on the chair beneath us. Two more regulated breaths. Paying attention only to the sound of our breathing and our lungs expanding and filling and our lungs collapsing as they empty out and then I just want to feel our bodies relax entirely from head to toe take note of any tensions that we might feel is there a tightness in our shoulders or legs tense, sore, any of those negative physical feelings that we have we want to breathe through as we breathe in and as we breathe out we push through those feelings and we just allow our body to relax even more. Now as we sit quietly and we focus on the breath and the slow rise and fall of our chest, I want us to just allow the thoughts to slide away as if they were leaves floating on a stream. And when they've gone, we return to the breath and say quietly to ourselves, I am breathing and focus again on the rise and fall of the chest. Now that the mind is clear slowly, I want us to allow those thoughts in. What is it that's trying to creep in? what keeps wanting to bubble up to the surface. 
And if we feel anxious at the thought of this coming up, we're just going to relax further, return to our breath for a moment, and breathe through it. And we're going to observe this thought that keeps wanting to bubble up. Where does it come from? What is it attached to? Maybe we need to ask it what it has to offer us. What can we learn? Where is it rooted? Is it rooted in the anxiety of something that has happened in the past and should no longer hold sway or have power over us? Or is it creating anxiety over something we fear might happen in the future? Is it creating the desire to attach to it and control it? If it is, then we need to simply release it. And again, sit and observe what it's trying to tell us. What is it offering us? Where is the fear, the anxiety, the stress that is attached to it? And as we see that attachment, we can allow that to melt too as we breathe through it. We can detach from this anxious thought and allow ourselves to observe it. And if there is some action we can take because it's attached to the future. Then we become resolved to take that action. And if this anxiety is attached to the past, we become resolved to let go of that anxiety and leave it to the past. give you another full minute to just sit and observe this space.
And now that we've had some time to observe and wrestle with that one particular thought, now that we've had time to listen to what it's trying to say to us and either decide whether we need to learn from it or release it, we're going to determine to let it go at this point and return to our breathing and the simple rise and fall of our chest. And we're going to feel our bodies again and notice if we've incorporated any tension while dealing with this anxious place. through that tension and allow our bodies to relax completely. And then we're going to start coming back slowly. Once again to our full awareness. And open our eyes dig our toes into the floor beneath us, stretch out our arms, and come back to the here and now. So I'm hoping you found that exercise helpful. I'm hoping that it gave you a little bit of a taste of what it means to become the observer of those thoughts that want to wander around in our heads and interfere with our quiet moments, that sometimes we can make them our friends we can find out where they're attached and we can become determined to release them by either taking action. Perhaps my anxiety was about bills I have to pay, which is always attached to the anxiety of the future. What if I don't get them paid? And in that instance, we become determined to take action. Whatever that action is, whatever decision we make, we have resolved and made a decision and that will begin to free us from that anxiety. If the anxiety is attached to the past, some trauma, some other situation, some guilt, then we become resolved again to take action where we can and to let go where we cannot. In the case of trauma, that action may be self-care. It may be a way of reminding ourselves that we are worth those self-care moments and that we will take care of ourselves in the future in the ways that we weren't taking care of in the past. If it's guilt over things that have happened in the past, then, like the 12-step program suggests, we become willing and ready to make full amends for those things so that we don't have to carry around that toxic shame and guilt anymore. So this is the way we can get those thoughts up there and really find out where they're coming from. And we don't have to attach to them. We don't have to be afraid of them. We don't have to run from them. We can just sit with them and learn what they're trying to say to us and decide out of our wise mind what kind of action we want to take in the future to resolve those situations and release ourselves from that anxiety. So I hope that helps a little bit. This was an abbreviated version of an exercise that we'll be doing on the website for in the downloadable content. Um, we'll have, like I said, those packages together for things like this. 
and we'll be deepening these exercises quite a bit and adding some things to them. Again, if you have just general stuck points, general questions about your practice, you can email me at robert at liferecoveryconsulting.org or liferecoveryconsulting.com, either one. Um, I own both those domains, so if you go to those www.liferecoveryconsulting.org or .com, you'll land on my website and you can get all the podcast episodes on the podcast page there or it's available on iTunes and Stitcher. So thank you for being with me another week on Mindful Recovery, the podcast dedicated to helping you recover one breath at a time.